today let's recap fall 2020 and get fired up for game days in 2021 hello everyone and welcome to the msum dragons podcast where we believe that the student athlete experience here at msum is more than a game i'm your host john webby webking that's right 2020 is almost over and that means it's time to celebrate Not because the horrible year with murder hornets and COVID is finally ending, but because that also means that we get to celebrate 17 student-athletes who will be graduating from MSUM and will soon be seeing the Dragons returning to competitions in 2021. Here to recap the last, tease the next, and talk lessons of leadership along the way, here's AD Doug Peters. Doug Peters, welcome back to the MSUM Dragons podcast. How are you doing today, bud? I am fired up. Guess what I brought with me, John Webking? You ha- you have a lot of things in your office, so I'm kind of kind of anxious. What do you got going on? Yep, that reminds me. You know, my boss was a little wondering why my office was so messy, so I I had to move it all off to one side. But the fun thing I have today, Webby, I'm going to hold it up to the screen. Is I got this bad boy. What is that bad boy? It is the MSUM Dragon student athlete medallion that we give to all of our graduates. That's right, because graduation time of year is now. That's right. It is the end of the semester, and we were just making sure we had everybody's medallions. And granted, it's a little bit different. We're doing online graduation ceremonies. We're doing four of them as the university this year and each of the different colleges. And I think that's one thing I'll miss is I do have a picture from every graduation of our graduating seniors in their gowns and I'm in my gown and I get a picture of it and I've got them over here in my drawer that goes all the way back to when we first started doing that. And it's a bittersweet deal. It's why we do what we do is to help our student athletes follow their pursuit of things other than athletics and get their degree. Uh, but then it also means they're going to leave us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that bittersweet time of the, when you always talk about this moment in their lives right. and of that, that 18 to 24 year old who comes to MSUM trying to find their own identity and create a career, have some wonderful experiences and memories and bonds as an athlete, student athlete. Um, and then all of a sudden it's, go do it, go, go just execute it, go, go keep, keep going on. And right. we still become, we stay fans. And, and that's, I think the fun part is, is we're fans while we watch them compete, but we always try to stay fans and stay in touch and, and watch them grow and grow their families, their careers, pivots in their lives. And hopefully at some points, welcoming back um, into, into the community and, and to, create some new memories so yeah we, that's been, been... One... oh hey stop talking i want to talk <clears throat> oh, okay good. boss okay boss <laughs> that's been one of my favorite parts of the fall semester granted it's been a different semester than any of us expected but it did give us some space to catch up with people and see where they're at and that part is awesome i think when i see our student athletes on social media because when they decide to come here i start to follow them and i'm sure they're like why is he following me but it's more so and where I've come to value it is when they're gone and I get to see what they're doing in their lives. When I saw a picture of four women's basketball players 
out to dinner a while back, uh, you know, celebrating something in the cities, just the fact that they're still together and then getting to see, uh, you know, the, the uh, throwback Thursday piece today. Just yeah. Hard to believe Swenson 13 years already. Uh, she's an awesome part of our athletic department and we're fortunate that she's gotten to stay around. So it is fun to see where they go, Webby. So we've got some graduates. How many do we got this, this semester? Well, we've, we've got a pretty good list. I've, I've got 18. Um, there's, there's, there's a good list here. I got Bria, Becky, wait, 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 Lindsay, wait, 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 Danny. Hey, wait, wait, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm your boss again. Do it. Okay, Mr. TV guy. Let, read them off. Let's go. Announce hey, I, I did my homework. I got the list, man. Give me the credit for putting it together. We got <laughs> Bria, Becky, Lindsay, Danny, Lauren, Ethan, Devin, Ashley, Katie, Nick, Jacob, Isaac, Jill, Ryan, Shad, Haley, and Carson. And when you think about that group as a whole, and a lot of names that are familiar to a lot of Dragon fans. When you think about that group as a whole, what memories as a fan of that group come to mind? Oh, that's a tough place to start. Cause I'll go back. I still remember the very first time I met Jill Safransky who had an outstanding career here as a golfer, two time elite 18 award winner in the NSIC. But I remember meeting her on her very first campus visit as a junior. So, so we go way back. I was in the ballroom and, and I still remember the very first time I met her. And you, you can just go down the list of all the different things. There's no way we can cover them all, but I'm still going to think about Ethan Gerbig as a student senator. You know, very rarely have we had a Dragon student athlete that has also made the time to be on the student senate because that's demanding in itself. And the work that he did in that space, you know, I think about Becky Berth and her work, not only as a pitcher on the mound, but with the go team, right? Yeah, you know, that, that part's music, awesome. Yeah. You know, Bria Anderson, I'll still remember being at the NCAA Swimming and Diving Championships with, with Bria and Aaron Sullivan. And, you know, they're like, hey, what are we going to do? What are you going to do to get us fired up? And so there was some fun things that we, we did there. Uh, the memories are just awesome. And then seeing... Uh, student athletes that have landed in some places they didn't exactly, maybe they had aspired to land, but I had no clue. Like Haley Wolf. Yeah. Miss North Carolina, not something that I saw on my radar screen or expected. And it's just so awesome that those doors got open for her and for many of, a, of our other student athletes as you look at that list. Yeah. I, you know, I see the Jake Richter and obviously I think about the sports center moment. We finally got it home. You know, I, I think of, you know, I, even the funner things like Isaac Ripplinger watch, watching some of the, the marble race videos from their house when, when the pandemic hit and just right. seeing how their group of guys were dealing, dealing with isolation in their own way. Um, you know, Lauren Fetch jumping over the table right at me in the Pentagon. Um, you know, there's just so many wonderful memories um, of this group. Uh, and it's just there's too many to name and, and too many wonderful people. So. And they bring uh, back good memories that connect me to other people too. So there's the memory with them and the connection there. So like, I'll think about docking it, some golf out at, at uh, Maple, Maple, Maple Ridge. Maple I'm not River. sure. Maple River um, in the rain and trying to, and trying to produce that thing yeah. <laughs> and laughing at you and Alex and you're in, in the back, the back of, the of truck. that yellow truck yeah. and then talking to the golfers after that, those things, you know, I'll, I'll remember some of the athletic accomplishments, but I think when I'm old, like 
50, I'll remember those things even more. Yeah, I, I remember using my truck as a golf scoreboard at one point. So um, it's it's been an interesting journey with all of these individuals and we wish them you know huge congratulations on, on graduating and can't wait to continue to be a fan. Um, that also talks a little bit about, uh, you know, it's a culmination of the whole semester, really, is graduation. Right. And so when we look back at, at, at this semester, <laughs> wow, we, we literally can't help but laugh right now, Doug. That's because you either laugh or cry, Webby. I know. Um, who would have thought we would have gone through a full semester of no competition this fall, you know, is, is, is the... COVID-19 hit us last March and we got some places. I don't think anybody um, wanted to open their eyes to the fact that we might not be competing in the fall semester. And it's made some hard decisions for our student athletes. And I know some of them are still trying to figure it out. Uh, even some of the ones that are graduating, you know, do they continue with graduate school so they can continue to compete? Or, you know, do they put a bow on, on it and, and start their career? It's not the way any of them wanted to go out. And it it's not the way any of us wanted to spend our fall semester either because it was trying to get started, trying to figure out what we could do. And, and here we are today and we're staring at graduation. Yeah. But when you, when you think about that, all of those things that happened, so many things crying and laughing, what do you think you took away from it as, as a leader in, you know, and we talk about big decisions and how hard some of those are to make. And then, you know, we just, you just mentioned athletes and all those different difficult decisions that they had to make that they were not expecting um, that, you know, weren't easy. And there was a lot of not easy. And as you always say, messiness uh, with this semester, what do you think you've learned about, you know, yourself and, and maybe a little bit about, about leadership in times like this? <laughs> oh, how difficult it is. How's that? I, I definitely learned that. I think as I reflect back on it, a um, couple, probably the two biggest things, Webby, as you asked me that question kind of out of the blue is it did absolutely reaffirm to me uh, the transformative value of college athletics and the importance in the role it can play. Um, in, in a student's life and the impact that it can have in so many different ways and, and how much I value that. And that's why I'm so excited to work within college athletics. It definitely reaffirmed that because when we didn't have it, you know, sometimes you don't realize what you've got till it's gone, uh, not to sound too cliche-ish. Then the other thing is that I learned about myself is I've got a pretty high stress tolerance. I mean, we've gone through a lot of changes, a lot of different things. Um, I can probably count on the time on one hand where I maybe lost my temper just a little bit, just a little, uh, which is pretty good considering all the things we've gone through in the last eight or, eight or nine months. And right now that look on your face tells me your definition of me losing my temper is a little different than your, my definition of losing my temper. You have a, you have a look. You have a look. I, I'm sure it's not quite the lockway look. No, it's I'm, not. I'm I'm sure there there is a little bit of a look, and and really, um, from a leadership standpoint, probably the number one thing I learned is make the big decision, and I think we did that. I think um, 
working with with across our campus and within athletics the goal we set and the decision we made for 2021 was to safely prepare for 2021 and compete as much as we possibly could uh, that's that's a decision that we made and we haven't gone back second guessing that we have spent our time trying to figure out how to make that happen and how to adapt to some of the things that have come out of left field so for example um not not competing in the fall in our fall sports and missing the first half of our winter sports seasons you know, okay how, how are we going to stay safe how are we still going to provide that opportunity for our student athletes to practice and develop and then position us to be able to compete and right now it looks like granted i don't want to jinx us it looks like we'll be opening up our 2021 competition on January 2nd, 3rd, when men's, men's and women's basketball open up. We've got a wrestling schedule. I've been working with our swimming and diving and our track and field coaches. And as we start to get those things in place, I do have a running list of what might knock that off the tracks that's out of our control, but then making sure everything that's in our control, we, we can control so that we're ready to do it. And it hasn't been a decision of oh, should we still try and do this? Or, ooh, are we sure we want to put forth that effort or spend that, that amount of money um, in a responsible way? Those aren't the questions we're asking. We're asking, how do we do it? And I think the value of making that big decision and running with it has been huge. And it's something I'll apply the rest of my career. And, and for the casual observer, it's that statement seems like a no-brainer, like something easy to decide. Right. And, it, and it really isn't, uh, it, especially for that goal and then using that as a, a test, <laughs> not to overuse that word anymore, but you, you test every proposal, every decision, every ask, every special expense form against right. that right there. And um, yep. it, it it, see, it seems so easy and such a no-brainer, but I know it's not. Nope. You know, there were lots of things we, we, we had to figure out as we moved through it. Thinking about what we needed to do to be able to, to practice. In, in, if we go way back and when we started workouts in the summer again and what we needed to do to be able to do workouts in the right. summer and going, okay, hey, there's some extra things and there's some extra costs and there's some extra demands in this. Um, and we know we're going to do it. So what do we have to give up so that we can do it? And what do we need to maybe put on the, on the back burner a little bit so that we can do it? Same thing with the testing pieces right now and, and the cost of that and just in the space of how much time our athletic trainers and Chad Markson have spent trying to make sure that we have accessibility to tests and that they fall within our budget and that we can actually do it in a provide that testing protocol in a safe way uh, that means there's other things people haven't done and so we've had to to give and take a little bit but when it came down to it and going okay hey you know what we absolutely have to make sure that we have our testing protocols nailed down if we are going to practice and compete that all of a sudden became a little bit more important than perhaps making sure um, some facility things were, were getting paid attention to or some maintenance things or, or there were some secondary reports that needed to get done. It really helped us prioritize where we were spending our time. Yeah, and it's been a journey, no doubt about it. So we, ended, we started with graduates and celebrating because God, we all need to. We, we talked a little bit about recapping what was 
easily the craziest fall semester in both of our careers and probably one of the in the history of college athletics. And so now let's turn a corner. Let, let's turn a corner and look, you, ju you just talked about uh, starting the, the men's and women's basketball seasons on January 2nd and 3rd against Augustana, splitting that up a little bit, uh, working on the, the wrestling schedule. So we're, we're excited to, to have that, that piece, um, swimming and diving, track and field, working on those pieces. As you turn the corner into 2021, a whole brand new year, <laughs> Um, you know, what kind of opportunities and threats do you kind of see going into uh, competing safely again, as our goal stated? Right. So one thing that has been absolutely clear is how dedicated our student athletes are to being able to compete. As I watch them and, and watch how they're living their lives and the decisions that they're making, I, I'm so impressed and inspired. Uh, that part is good. And so just helping, helping everybody keep that that discipline and that vigilance to, to keep doing the things that we're doing, the washing your hands, the masking, all of those little things that add up to the big thing of being able to stay COVID free. That, that's a big part of what we've got going on. I think when you look at the things that we can't control, what's, what's gonna happen in the state of Minnesota, what's gonna happen with the NCAA, we can't control those things. So let's focus on the things that we can control and let's, be as risk-free as we possibly can so that we are ready to compete. Same time, we know it's gonna happen. We can't sit here and realistically think no one is gonna test positive. And it's making sure that we are learning from every positive test that we've had, because we have had some, every positive test that we've had and applying what we've learned so that it's a little bit smoother. I think statistically, I would share with you since we started testing three times a week for all of our winter sport student athletes and coaches to be able to practice and we've had a we've had less than five positive tests and so when i look at it in that space that's the indicator that hey our student athletes and our coaches we are trying to do things right and we're trying to take all the proper precautions so that we can be in a place where we can compete because we didn't know what we were going to get into when we first started uh, that systematic testing i mean three times a week not much is going to sneak through that uh, on that side so yeah I, I, think, I think those are the big risks that we're threats that we're looking at right now webby and how fired up are you to see a ball go up uh, a whistle at a wrestling match a, a hand hit the floor a, a splash in right. the pool i mean I, I i the joy that has been missing from nemzik um right. i can't right. wait Just to see it back again Hearing the team's practice is awesome. Hearing the whistles, well, I don't think we're hearing many whistles, but you know, hearing the voices, hearing the 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 squeak of of sneakers, you know, the diving board through our office and yeah. the swimming pool, yeah. you know, all all of those things, they are they are a great reminder of what is coming and what's in front of us and what we're looking forward to here in the second semester. Yeah, it's an incredible story of. Um focus by a lot of people to, to get to this point and some hopefully some grace with each other as we all navigate this crazy time um, and, and get through it together to the point where we can celebrate and cheer and we're excited to you know bring you all of that stuff as soon as possible uh, can't wait to get to work on it we're already hard at work on a bunch of new fun things uh, to, to bring you all of these great stories and these competitions and so I'm yep. fired up Doug Peters there's nothing left to say 
You should be, because I think that's our greatest opportunity, the work that, that we've yeah. done so that we can stream. Arguably, I don't think there's anybody you in Division can't argue. You, you can't argue anymore. You can't, I don't think there's anybody in, in NCAA Division II that has better streaming and better um, video parts of our home events. And, and now we really get – now it becomes more important than ever. Because who knows what fan capacity is there, or even we're going to have fans. But I can guarantee you this our home games, you're going to be able to follow the Dragons. And I don't care whether it's it's swimming, I don't care if it's basketball, I don't care if it's wrestling, I don't care if it's track. If we do things at MSUM, you're going to get to follow the Dragons. We have streamed every single home event for the last three years, and we are not stopping now. That's great news, Webby. All right, man. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Stay fired up. That's right. Drop the mic on that one. (laughs) Thank you, Doug, for your time today. I saw another great video out of Duke today with head women's basketball coach Kara Lawson talking about focus. She said, focus is the bridge between explanation and application. Let me repeat that. Focus is the bridge between explanation and application. The difference between what you're being taught, keeping that present in your head so that you can apply it. Now today, Doug mentioned the focus of our student athletes. Their focus in the classroom to graduate and their focus on now to take all the COVID protocols, policies, and information being taught to them and staying focused all the time so that they can apply it and safely compete in 2021. They have to focus on school and focus on practice and focus on COVID and all need to be actively engaged in order to safely compete. We talk about athletes being physically quick, but this is a nonstop game of mental agility. A difficult year is an understatement for 2020, an optimistic outlook for 2021, no doubt. But let's make sure to stay focused on what we've been taught and continue to apply it so that we can see the Dragons fired up once again. Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today. If you know, want to maybe hit that subscribe button or share the podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. Hopefully you do so because you believe what we believe, that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Thanks for listening, stay safe, and of course, Go Dragons!